All right, here. Yo, yo. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're coming in like a little bit of like. Yo, yo. Yo. All right, we got all three people. You good, idea? Yeah. All right. Coming a little bit in uh staticky, but uh, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna start the intro. Here we go. <sighs> all right, everybody. It is November twenty twenty eighteen. Welcome back to another episode of Grown Faith Podcast, the number one fastest growing faith faith podcast in all of iTunes, Spotify, Breaker, uh, Stitcher, and a few other platforms out there. We are back and rolling and welcoming back this week the best co-host from the West Coast, Bishop with a B. How's it going, Bishop? Everything's solid, man. Everything's solid this way. You know what I'm saying? Glad to be back on. It's been a while, you know, so let's get to it. It's been one over one month, and I got to say, I don't got my Robin back. I believe we both Batman and Batman. I'm like the Michael Keaton because <laughs> I think I'm older than you, and you like the George Clooney Batman. But uh, we have a yeah. guest with us today. We're going to be welcoming none other than uh, I reached out to Jim Carrey. I turned him down. I turned down a bunch of people. I was like, no. <laughs> There's only one person I wanted to have on this weekend, the one and only Cisco the Kid. You might know him. Uh, he's my brother-in-law. You might not. <laughs> All right. What's up? How we doing, beautiful people? <laughs> How's it going over there in y'all California? It's going good, man. Uh, you know, we're just hanging out, working, hustling, trying to survive, trying to live another day, another dollar spent. Right, Dior? Yeah, man. You know, it's it's uh, it's something else out here for a few different reasons, but man trying to make it to happy <laughs> mm, man it's, i can't wait to do a uh sit down with you guys man i really look forward to actually doing something like this and, uh, i think it'll touch a lot of people uh we've been gone for uh for i think going on two weeks now um and one thing i wanted to introduce to the listeners out there one thing i did want to say and i always started off by saying that i am grateful uh to each and every one of you who have started off with this on this journey we are on episode number 15 now uh, where we are still 85 short to the 100 of my goal. Um, but people are out there are listening, man, and I just want to say that I appreciate that. Uh, send in your questions. We already know at grownfaithpodcast at gmail.com. Any stories that you want to share that might inspire others out there, that might inspire myself. Um, man, send in those questions, send in those stories. Uh, but one thing I wanted to introduce, it's called Clap It Up. And what Clap It Up is, is to acknowledge the individuals out there who do not receive the recognition that they deserve or get the recognition for their 15 minutes of fame and then boom onto the next hot story or, or you know hot item of the of the week but one story that's really stuck out to me and you guys uh, probably could speak on it uh, more than me I believe um, I only follow it from the news but the firefighters out there in uh, in California man um, uh, some heroes out there that I um, Man, there's some, you know, I don't know if what you guys hear about that. Yeah. Um, uh, so, <clears throat> first of all, uh, the fires, uh, they're a pretty big deal here. You know, uh, I believe a week and a half ago, um, there was about 75,000 people that lost their homes. Oh, uh, wow. All within, all within a matter of two weeks' time. Um, I actually work for uh, T-Mobile, which is a wireless carrier. And uh, we have these outside event trucks that kind of show up to different events and kind of do marketing and sales and stuff like that. They shut down like two or three trucks and filled them with free phones and water and all kinds of medical supplies and stuff like that. And they packed these teams and they sent them out to uh, <clears throat> like a kind of like a, a rescue area, like a uh, for people. 
mm-hmm. and, and they were able to to kind of come in and and uh, just kind of get some free phones. They gave them free phones and waters and service. Wow. And yeah. So it was, it was kind of it was it was pretty intense. You know, what I mean, they they had a lot of people from even just reach out to like a lot of our stores and say, hey, if you want to support, if you want to help out, uh, here's this information to reach out so that you can participate and help them. But there's a lot of people lost, a lot of people lost their family, uh, not their families, but their homes, uh, their family homes. So it was a uh, pretty, pretty intense fire here. One of the biggest ones they've seen in over decades, I believe. Man, clap it up for T-Mobile. How about that? Man? Yeah, man. Uh, for real. Wow, man. <clears throat> I think that's something that is needed is a, uh, I think I wonder if like businesses get so big that they forget back to forget to give back to the community. Yeah, and we got Bishop back. Bishop, you back? Yeah, I'm back in, man. It kicked me off, but I'm back. Yeah, I, I saw yeah. that. I saw. I heard that. Um, but uh, yeah, we were just talking about I think like seventy five thousand people or something like that um, lost their homes out there, and uh, how T-Mobile, um, I guess, started like a little program uh, to go deliver phones and stuff for like uh, for people that are in need and what else did they deliver well they have they have these i was telling them dior that they have these these uh these trucks like these mobile mobile store trucks like huge huge semi trucks that turn into full-on stores and uh they have teams that work those at different events so what happened was is they shut down like two or three of these trucks and they loaded them up with a bunch of team uh, people that had water and free phones and supplies and stuff like that. And they went out to these locations and they just kind of supported the community and gave out free phones and water and stuff like that. How dope. Wow. How dope. Yeah. Wow. And that's actually cool because there was a movie I recently saw about, um, about stuff that's going on in the earth. Uh, what was it like uh, big companies going into like smaller communities, like in, in uh, Colombia or, or um, <clears throat> you know, third world communities taking their product, but they give back. And uh, there's like a list of, um, I got a ten list of uh, businesses out there that actually end up giving back to the communities other than just taking. And that's, uh, that's pretty cool, man. That's that yeah. company would do that for the people, man. That's a uh, big up to them man. big claps to them as well, you know, but, uh, but to the firefighters, man, you see some of the images that are going on out there, man. I, um, I don't know if I would have, I, I don't want to say, I don't know. I think all of us have that firefighter in us where if it's fight or flight, you know, maybe some people fight, but I believe um, majority people, I believe if you're listening to this podcast, you're choosing to fight, um, you know, and you have that in you, you have that firefighter in you, and uh, the stories, man, that are coming out of there, they put their lives second, you know, um, they put everything, I've even uh, heard of them leaving their own homes to go and help other people, and I think, I think it takes a special, special individual to put himself um, last and, uh, you know, and, and, and to just go and help uh, and, and do what he can, you know? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, Definitely. for sure. I think you see a lot of uh, a lot of companies now, you know, moving <clears throat> moving into more of uh, ethical business practices that give them some kind of uh, social responsibility. You know what I mean? And you, you see a lot of that through their marketing. Um, you know, working for a wireless carrier, it's not the first time I've done it. And you know, when I used to, when I was younger and I worked for a wireless carrier, I I saw how it, it kind of felt kind of like it was it was fake and it was kind of like influential just for business benefit but you know working at t-mobile i I could see how like it it's kind of like spread out to many other companies where everything has to be very inclusive and all about social responsibility and and how businesses are now giving back to communities too so Mm. Mm. yeah that's uh that's something i think it probably started with the uh with the movie, The Passion of the Christ, man, you know, who thought that that would have brought in a billion dollars? And I think a lot of companies were like, ooh, 
how can we tap into this? But I, you know, I joke about that, but you know, on, on, on a serious note, like, man, I think that companies are like, wait a minute, there is a, there's something going on here that we have to tap into. Yeah. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's good practices and good businesses out there, but I do believe that there was uh, something recognized that we can tap into this dollar as well. Yeah, for know? real. What if, what if it's, what if it's like, you know, how, in the in the book of revelation there's all that stuff about how in the end of times there will be many false prophets you know and you look at how how corporations have become like these places of like community centers you know what i mean like where it's like hey we care so much about society and social responsibility and all the things that we're doing for people and it just seems kind of like to entice people to say hey like we're good guys we're 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 giving back to you we're doing all these things for you but it sometimes it feels like it's, there's a lot of money uh driven uh kind of like action behind what they're doing you know what i mean mhm 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 everything's about the dollar right sometimes oh man oh man but you know what? Um, one thing I, I I do see, man, is that um, one thing I was talking to uh to my wife, you know, about was um, just on sheer population growth alone, um, this path, this spiritual path that we are on, is no longer a path. I think that if you look across the the globe, you you started to see like this movement that has been growing, and I I truly believe that it's no longer a path. This is a highway that we're all on. And I don't know if it if it vibes with a lot of people out there, and 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 and, and what they're taught um, religiously or what they were taught as a young person. But I do believe as as I'm reading into a more uh, just reading in more and more, um, I I do believe we all end up on the same highway. You know, um, someone who is 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 Buddhist or or whatever your religion. I believe that we all start off at a starting point. But the more and more that I'm like looking into this, I feel like this. It's like uh, like that that old Atari uh, that old Atari symbol where you start off on a different color, but in the end you meet like in the middle kind of deal. And and I don't know, but I, I that's something that I've been thinking about a lot uh, this past few weeks. That I do believe we're all on this spiritual highway. You might start off in a different lane, but you're gonna end up in the same lane if you're seeking the same thing that I'm seeking. And uh, for those who out there who are seeking, I believe the same thing. I don't know. What do you guys feel? Oh, yeah, I, I mean, I definitely feel like, it, I mean, uh, I think we're all on a journey here. We're all trying to figure out kind of what life means and what purpose faith has and all of that. But, you know. Hello? Yeah, I'll pick it up. It looks like he accidentally uh, dropped off. But, uh, he dropped off. But, yeah, no, I, I definitely think the same. I think that um, uh, he'll probably jump back on in a second. But, um mm-hmm. You know, I think that that's 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 the nature of our our um, not our our humanness. I think people attribute it to that, but I think it's the thing with inside. You know, it's just always trying to get back home. It's always trying to find that likeness um, of it somewhere. You know, and um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think people make pit stops. You know, you see people dropping one religion, they may go to another, they may go to another, they may join a social club, they may, you know, different things. They may attach themselves as crazy fans of a, a particular show or, or thing but team but they are looking for camaraderie and they're looking for mm-hmm. a sense of belonging and i think that all those things are symbolic of us trying to get somewhere and everybody's looking for it if you look how many how many fanatics there are of various things we can see that this people are are reaching for something out here so it might still boil down if you think about it to love man yeah you know? yeah 
getting back to that, you guys are uh, not you guys, but me myself. You know, um, yeah, everybody I think is looking to tap into some kind of love source mm-hmm. or or find something that's gonna. I don't know, help them, but I don't know about. I don't know what you think about this, man. But I know the. I think it's the the Hindus or the Buddhists believe in like that whole cycle of coming back and back and until you get it right. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and I was thinking that you know I'm sitting there and I don't know if I was eating whatever, but I'm wondering, are we on a loop? You know, going back around, back around, and then the first thing that, that came to my mind was, I feel bad for the people that don't have a belief system, man, because like, what if you got to keep coming back to the same loop, man? Because there are uh, stories of people with pri- uh, prior memories of a different life, and how do I ignore that? Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, I want to go to church and tell, hey, you know, chances are you're going to be like, not you. Uh, who had a better question or another question? But there's stories that are like that, and I can't ignore that. And I think if you're listening to this, you can't ignore that. Um, but are we on this loop, man? And, and if you're atheist or you're, you just have, don't have a spiritual belief, um, I, I wonder what that, what that help, what, what happens there, you know, with them people. But I, I do start, I'm starting to believe that one highway uh, and are we on a loop? Are we supposed to learn from our mistakes? Are we supposed to um, get to another level in life? I'm not. I'm not sure. But that, those are some of the thoughts that I've been thinking about this week. Yeah, you know that was that was one of the big questions, um, you know, that I had years ago. Which, as I continued to to study and kind of move forward, I began to realize that this is this was basic belief back in the day. You know, this idea of us having multiple occurred was we we uh we kind of got shortchanged a bit because you can go to many people and they'll definitely believe in the endurance of the soul afterlife but for some reason they don't want to accept the fact that the soul existed prior to this particular life um but i absolutely mm-hmm. wholeheartedly i absolutely wholeheartedly believe and know that we've had multiple lifetimes which is why you have such a vast uh, uh spectrum of different types of people you have people that you can definitely tell from a young age that they're old souls. Like they've been mm-hmm. here probably many times before. And you, you have other people where you just, you look at them and it's like, I, I don't see how they just can't get it. It's like common sense evades them, you know? Uh, but I definitely believe that's why we all can't be held accountable to the same level of understanding. And therefore the rule books are different for each individual, meaning something as simple as alcohol, Right. A person, one person may have one drink and they lose their mind. They outside running naked in the street, you know, another person, they can have 10 drinks and then, you know, be cool. Right. So it's, it's a level of understanding that we're all at different levels. None is better or, or worse than the other. It's just a matter of that we're a different. So when we're talking about this, the people who, you know, I think luckily, I, I believe it's a beautiful thing that people can remember previous lives. A lot of times we, we have issues and trauma from those lives too. So um, I think that's a big movement that's actually happening now, man, from regression therapists, therapists take you into a deep mind state uh, to be able to recall certain things of, of previous lives. I think these things are, are actually have more people ask me about it. They know I've actually tried these things in the past. Um, and, uh, and more people I know that are getting interested in it because, you know, this whole one shot deal is just, kind of it's kind of strange you know because because we don't all get the same amount of time you feel me if we all got eight years to prove ourselves for eternity that's different but some people get 30 years and some people get 40 and 60 and so how how is it that we have a a pure loving god who doesn't give us an even playing field you Mm. see so 
level of, of something that kind of evens the playing field. And I definitely believe that's a part of it. How so, I'm uh, sorry. I, I just kind of jumped in right here. Sorry about that, guys. Yo, yo. What, no, what, are, we, what, uh, what are we talking what about? I was telling him, what I was telling him was that, um, like, some of the things that I've been thinking about this past week, right? Uh, the Hindus, I believe, they believe in a uh, multiple life cycle. Mm-hmm. Right, that you 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 come back and you come back until you get it right, you know. And I was and as I was sitting there eating or whatever I was doing, I, I had told him that I had thought about it. Like, what if we are on a loop? Mm. You know what I mean? And we're going in a loop, and we get that we get whatever years you get—five years, ten years, twenty years—you get to that part, and you come back until you get it right, you know, until you get it right. You know, I, I can't explain it across the board because there are different circumstances to. To premature kids, you know all this stuff that you know. I don't. I, I don't. I'm not saying I have the answers. I'm just. This is just a thought of mine. Mm-hmm. What if we're on a loop until we get it right, you know? And then my my first initial thought was I felt bad for the people with lack of faith, with no faith, because what if they just go into this life and they're like, man, I don't believe in nothing. Hit by a bus and they got to come back and be like, I don't believe in nothing, you know? Yeah. Like, you know. Um, I feel bad for those people that, you know, but I am wondering about that. And, you know, he was just explaining uh, his thought process on that, you know. So, what do you feel? Yeah, that's, I, <clears throat> yeah, that's, that's interesting. I mean, there's a, there's an old saying, you know, when you, when you give information, you know, people used to ask you how you were doing, you know, you'd say everything is everything, you know, and, and I feel like, information like that, as far as like a recycling of lifetimes or life cycles, is, is an interesting thought process and it reminds me a lot of uh that movie What Dreams May Come with Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And how Cuba and how and how like Cuba Gooding Jr. is showing him like what it looks like in paradise and how really it's kinda like whatever you want it to be really and whatever you think paradise really mm-hmm. is. And then he also talked about how like some people have the choice of being reincarnated, you know? And so if everything is everything then Maybe sometimes when you come back in your life cycle, it's not so that you can learn something or so that you can process something, but more so to just experience the experience of living or dying in a different way each time. Because that's kind of like kind of like a like a Sims kind of thing, like what roll of the dice, you know, whatever happens, mm. happens. Maybe it's not necessarily serving a purpose. It's just it's just happening because you wanted it to happen when you were in a different place. Like, hey, I'll, I'll see what happens this time. Maybe I'll be a premature baby or maybe I'll have cancer when I'm seven or maybe I'll be a different race or who knows, all kinds of stuff. But that's a very, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. unorthodox. Well, you know, I, yeah, that's a huge, like... I think you're right, you know? on, you're right on point with that because there's a lot of stories that I've read in terms of people uh, and individuals who are in this line of work who do the therapies and so on and so forth and take people back regression therapy-wise and you know, they'll come up to the fact that this person mm-hmm. wanted to be born. They wanted to get aborted, this this particular soul, or they wanted to get sick at this particular time. And, you know, just to experience it, this life, they wanted to be poor because last time they were rich. Or this life is difficult for them to right. make money because last life they were rich and they got killed because they were rich. And so now this time they have a, you know, and, yeah. it, and, it's, and it gets sticky, but I think it's a wonderful sticky because it, it opens up things so, so big, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Sticky, sticky, inky. I like that. It's a dope sticky. I like that. I like that. No, you know, I okay. It's crazy though that you say that, right? Because I'm thinking like, okay, 
some person chose like this soul and that soul, you know, and like some of it, obviously all of it is really like theoretical because there's nothing concrete to really give us the evidence that supports the claim that something is a hundred percent fact. You know what I mean? As far as, as far as like somebody saying like, yeah, I went through it and this is what's happening. Like we can't really validate a lot of that stuff. So sometimes I feel like when we make those arguments, like there's a lot of theory involved in something that comes from an emotional place too. So like we, we kinda emulate like the, the, the things that we that we fear or the things that we feel in our belief of the reincarnation process. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like No, it makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know yeah, right? like, I don't know if I believe it because you're saying one hundred percent because I, I remember listening to the story of a kid who kept telling his mom and dad, I wanna go to Rodeo Drive. Mm-hmm. Rodeo Drive and they were like, What are you talking about? And he started, <laughs> Shut up, yeah, kid. like, yeah, what do you mean? You know, <laughs> hey, man, your son over there is really weird. You know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, you know, I always and, hate those kids. You know, and, and uh, he started saying Rodeo Drive, and he started mentioning people's names. So they looked up the people's names, and one of them was, like, a mayor back in California, like, in 1939 or 40, whatever it was, you know. The kid ended up turning out to be, like, a pilot. He, he knew the people, and what it was, it was actually Rodeo Drive. You know, and he took him and he said, this is the house that I lived in. When they went there, the, the, the generation that, I guess, the, that came down after the, that man, the daughter, was still there. And uh, she didn't want to be filmed because some of the stuff that she was hearing, you know, probably, you know, yeah. probably scared the crap out of her, you know. Right. So, I, I don't... But I mean, I mean, how, okay, so, okay, so here's, here's these great ideas of what might happen in, in, in regards to future lifetimes or past lifetimes. You know, but, you know, like when you asked me earlier, you know, like how my faith has changed over over the years of my life, mm-hmm. I, I think um, it's the first time I really have asked myself that in like, I don't know, years or a long time, you know, and I thought like I, I have a very open mindness about things where I think like, well, this theoretically could happen or that theoretically could happen. But I think we, we don't really take the time to focus on the present moment of our faith and its development in the sense of how are we maximizing the moments that we're in here, you know? And I think because life events happen and we go through so many different things that are, like, not big or deep, but just sometimes impact us in a way where we have to kind of, like, you know, life, ha- you have kids mm-hmm. or you, you fall underneath, like, a financial hardship or... You know, you get married or, you know, all kinds of things like that. Like these life events, they take us away from thinking about our faith because we're thinking so much more about like, well, I got to deal with this right now. So, mm-hmm. you know, we, we stop developing that. We stop developing that. And so we still. Hello? Uh, did I he, don't. Did he get, he, of what it'll he's be there. After. He's there. But, yeah. Yeah. No. He's coming in. You know uh, yeah. I mentioned, man. I think I got something here. I think yeah, I, got I wish you would have gave it to the rest of us, but you got caught off. So, what <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was meant for you, though, that was meant for you, you know. So. <laughs> yeah, I guess so, man. That was a whole. That was a whole matrix. Uh, that was like a whole uh, matrix decoding that nobody heard, man. That was a breakthrough. That uh, that was your breakthrough, you know. Well. Nah. Yeah, man. I mean, that's what that's what that's what that's what, really that's what this yeah, is. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I hear I hear your podcast sometimes, and I hear what you talk about, 
and I heard, you know, the first one, obviously, when, you know, Dior was on, and I thought, man, like, here's, here's just a couple of people just unpacking the things that are going on inside their mind and how, how it can help people and how it can influence people to think, to think bolder, really, about their faith and what that means to them, you know? Because I think we've bought into a lot of brand, we've bought into a lot of lifestyle, and we've bought into a lot of things that are, like, superficial, but we're not really bought into, like, okay, how does my faith help me continue to grow it's the person mm-hmm. I need to be with in my life. You know? No, I think it, it's uh, as we, you know, I think each of us can talk about it. It's, it's not um, it's not an easy thing, man. Especially when you're brought up in the church like I was, where you know I'm literally falling asleep in the pews, you know, and and, and you're and you're afraid <laughs> right. to ask questions or you know because you know that pastor up there, yeah, <laughs> <you> smack. <laughs> oh, yeah, <man. laughs> Someone's going to smack you, man. You know what I mean? Don't ask no questions. Don't ask that question, you know. But, hey, man, I just I just want to yeah, know yeah, why yeah. Adam didn't have no pants on, you know, mom. You know, and <laughs> shut up. You don't ask that, you know. But, but you know, but, but it's. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you mean, know, Adam But I'm wondering, like, you know, that by them telling us, sit down, shut up, did that stop us from reaching those, uh, you know, um, beliefs earlier or, you know, just a part of our whatever life, you know, of sit down and shut up, you know? So, right. but I, I do believe that <laughs> though, you know, that you're going to, you know, here you can ask the question and um, you, we can share each other's answers, you know, and, and not look at each other in a weird way. Cause one thing I wanted to say, man, is back in the day when I remember one time I was smoking, you know, and I started bringing up some <laughs> spirit, some, some, you know, <laughs> you know, well, that was, you, now you know, we're getting you know, some good stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> But I was smoking, you know, I was smoking, All right. know, and then I look at the guy, and I remember yeah. my little group, and I'm like, man, could you imagine, or something, and the guy was like, okay, gotta go, you know, and everybody kind of, like, dispersed, and I'm sitting there like, I should never have said that, you know, but but I do, but I, right. now, yeah. now you're that guy, now you're that guy, <laughs> but that I smoke. feel like there's, there's a <laughs> lot of people thought. out there that are nervous of, of feeling that, you know, feeling weird, but I, like I said, we're on this, on this highway now, man, and you're on, the, you know, it's not something like a small path anymore, but I do believe you have a carpool, an Uber carpool or Uber X uh, that are on the same mm. path as you on the same highway as you that you can jump on the ride. And this is that bandwagon. I believe that people, if you're looking to explore different faiths or different topics or conversations, uh, man, please join us, man. Um, I think it's a, I think this, this is helping me. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is dope. This is dope. It's nice to, it's nice to, Get on the phone with a bunch of young fellas and talk about some real right, right. stuff. You know what I mean? It is right. I don't know how about you know, but I, I do feel that every time I get done with this, I'm I'm, I'm out there walking out a little bit like, oh man, that was the best one yet. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely needed. You know, and I and I think that that I mean that's the hope that it's somebody out there that's getting the same thing from it because on a regular basis, you either you go to work or you got deal with on a regular basis the majority of the time people ain't trying to talk about none of this they want to talk about some weird stuff that's on tv and all that's cool you know whether it's like reality tv or they stresses or they issues but it's mm-hmm. it's not in a way of hey hey let's let's just uh let's just see where we can go with this let's not presume anything let's just chop it up and we may end up somewhere beautiful or we may sink i don't yeah, know yeah, but yeah. you know either way we go you know it, it, i think it'll be therapeutic but you don't get it you know it's hard to get it these days so you know, it's it's a good thing. If you think about think about ten years ago, fifteen years ago, just the how things operated and how people expressed themselves and thought and the things that you would see on TV and music, you know, which is a big thing for me. Just the music itself, and I'm not knocking the, the new kids. I, I you know, I, I'm starting to learn a few of them, but mm-hmm. 
it's a different feeling when you throw on something, whether it's R and B or whether whatever your your form of music is from back like fifteen years ago, and it takes yeah. you somewhere and it gives you a feeling, and you can remember where you were, you can remember who you were around, and it was a totally different vibe. And for a lot of people, you know, I think who may be a little bit, you know, older or you know, out of their twenties, in their twenties or thirties you can kind of remember those things in the different types of conversations you were just kind of budding. You were at that point where you were starting to ask more questions and you looked forward. There was a lot of hope and a lot of time to get stuff done. And now it's like, yo, where did the time go? You know? So then it starts to affect the hope. And then now you're like, you know, I, I, uh, I need something, you know? So, and then for the young generation where it just may sound like noise to them too. It's like their, their soul is needing something. It needs some sort of nourishment. It needs some sort of authenticity, some realness, but they're getting, what they're getting from the media and it's not enough, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think that these types of conversations and being able to throw that out there and just say, Hey, listen up if you want, you know what I'm saying? Hopefully it does something for you and some people catch it. And I think it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And this is that new media. This is not like, you're not going to get this on channel NBC or anything. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, this is at this new media, this, uh, these podcasts, video podcasts. I think this is definitely a way for people to interact with each other, man, and, and get this stuff out there, you know, get this off your chest, off your back, you know, mm -hmm. uh, I, I enjoy it, man. You know, I, I really do. And uh, how are we looking with time? Let's see. Oh, yeah. About six minutes or so. That's okay, okay. Anything you guys want to, you know what, I want to, I want to ask you, uh, Francisco, was, uh, you know, like there's a question that I asked, you know, as far as how's your faith grown. But at what age, man, did you feel that you took control of your faith? Is he there? He's connected, but. I haven't heard his voice in a while, so maybe he's gone. Mm, yeah, he's probably got lack of uh, connection. Well, that's something I'll, I guess we'll touch on him. Uh, yeah, he's off now. I did want to ask him that. Um, I'm, I'm sure he's having a breakthrough right now with himself. But, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a, a, a question that I, I want to ask a lot of people. Like, when did you take control of your faith? Mm -hmm. You know, when, when did uh, you stop being pushed into a direction and when you just say, no, 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 this is – I'm headed this direction, you know, and uh, I think that's when you're going to find – Yo, can you hear me tell us? Yeah, I got yeah, you back yeah, I got right you. now. I yeah. got you back. Okay, sorry about um, that. No, what I was going to ask, like, uh, like we had talked about, like, um, growth in your faith. But what I wanted to know was, when did you take control of your faith? Oh, first of all, I just, I, you didn't get to hear me, Dior, but I was like, man, where do I buy that sauce at, man? Because that was some good stuff you dropped right there. That was, some, <laughs> that was some healthy, that was some healthy knowledge right there, man. I was, I needed, my soul needed that. You know? Hey, well, okay. Hey, that. yeah, that's what I'm talking about, man. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad I could yeah, say so. And then I also wanted to say real quick, about I don't know if you you guys have seen like uh like a big spread on you know mental health awareness mm -hmm. you know yeah, and, yeah. and how you know there's a lot of people that are sick mentally but really it's kind of like I've been thinking a lot about it you know having gone through my own issues recently um about it and realizing that a lot of it is a lack of a lack of feeding the soul you know mm -hmm. a lack of a lack a lack of being able to speak on the faith and being able to kind of like being in in i don't know kind of like in in feeling in contact with faith and with growth and with something like bigger than yourself mm -hmm. and so we we get so involved with our lives that it's like we don't we don't ever really fully attack that you know right mm -hmm. right Absolutely. well like if you look at it like even in, in, you could dig into the bible and you look at jesus you know like i wonder if jesus would be jesus if he was born today 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And seeing the stuff that you see on TV. And on top of that, like, when he needed his time, he went he went off by himself, like, into the wilderness or whatever to get away. Like, I mean, this guy would have to walk miles and miles and miles away. He might just be like, oh, I'm not looking for no more wilderness, you know? Like, mm-hmm. but you need that that time to yourself, man. I, I really do believe that, you know? You know, it's a, it's, a, it's a very good point. Yeah. Because maybe the way we live now, it could have been a lot. You know? Uh, it could it could have been just a little too much. You know what I mean? To where we would have our, you know, our, our, our avatars, the individuals who have touched down and they've made change upon this earth, those individuals may say, hey, hey I'm a little, it's a little too crowded here because, you know, you got to go far to get somewhere. I mean, I had to walk this far. Yeah. Now I got to get in the car and drive about 30 miles, you know? So we 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 in this day and age technologically population wise um the 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 things that our food causes the things that the air causes and all these areas of life are definitely in under a a, a hell of a lot of pressure um from our spirit our soul our higher self to try to get home to try to find ourselves you know it's like hey hey you know you feel it and you when you know it's knocking at the door like hey i need to focus on this okay i need to stop spending my time doing this and i need to you know meditate i need to pray more but you have everything around you and you have so many programmed people around you too, that they're encouraging you to do what the program says. do. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. that would be a great, that's a great question. That, would he be him? Would he be him now? And one thing I'm looking at right now is like, even with all these programs that are out there to raise awareness for the people that he had brought up with like mental illness, uh, wellness, um, there has to be an anti that. Mm-hmm. You know, as if you're thinking about in, in terms of like the goodness and the bad uh, enemy or whatever you want to call them or whatever it is, uh, you know, like what I was thinking is I just read or I saw on TV that the FDA just approved a pill uh, that's not 10 times stronger, mm. not 20 times stronger, not a hundred times stronger, a thousand times stronger than fentanyl. Mm. Jeez. It doesn't and, 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 they're, and they're proving that for what purpose to man i don't man i didn't even need i don't even i was like what are you talking about like just because i understand like and i've read over the time like being like fentanyl hasn't even been out for so long but a lot people are dying from that drug though mm-hmm. you know and now you're approving another drug so it, it almost seems like as, if you even want to like dig into yourself there's so much out there that's trying to prevent that from happening whether it be drugs whether it be entertainment whatever it may be there's something out there that's gonna there's definitely something out there that'll pull you away from mm-hmm. finding uh your, your truer self or, or or just finding some happiness mm-hmm. in a time of you know of despair right you know absolutely man it's, it's that, and, you know and that's as we're going to see more in the future i think that that's why it's going to be so important not just what you do personally but because there's there's it's very difficult to be away from people it's going to be very important that you place yourself in. Your community, your circle um, is going to determine a lot as well. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. A community of supporters, if you have the friends, if you have even your work, goes in to put the time in so that maybe you can have a career doing something that you love to do and that is about helping people and that's about a specific type of focus. You know, those things are going to be very, very important because otherwise – you're at the whim of some strange money hungry company. Mm-hmm. So they're going to hire whoever, you know, and so it, all these things in terms of keeping yourself mentally prepared, healthy, spiritually aware and, and getting fit is going to be a lot on you and the things that you do now to set yourself up mm-hmm. for the future. 
You know what? Like I would end this. Uh, we'll end this right um, now. But I, I would like to just say, like, recognize the traps, man. You know, to everyone mm-hmm. out there that's listening, and uh, hope you guys enjoyed this podcast this week. Um, uh, but recognize the traps. One thing that I, I've started to do with my family at night is I turn the TV off, and we have dance time. You know, mm, and, I, okay. and I dance with my daughters and I dance with my son and he's already shaking his one year old butt, you know, you know, but <laughs> I, I turn it off and we dance, we play. And and um, I have that one on one time that I believe that our creator is probably looking for uh, for with us, you know, and mm-hmm. I think that if you were to spend that time with yourself and you have the creator inside of you, you're going to access it, man. You're, you know, you're going to access that PS4 inside of you. And um, imagine what you can uh, do when you're controlling uh, your life and not having people on the outside, uh, drugs or businesses or whatever, control it for you. You know, so um, take control of your life and put that control in your hands. You know? mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Um, that's it, guys. Um, hope you guys enjoyed this, man. Uh, we, we had a guest on uh, briefly. Uh, little spurts but i uh, hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and uh once again hit us up at grown podcast at gmail.com check us up on different platforms that we are out there on and um thank you again for tuning in and thank you bishop again for sharing and i uh, hope you guys um much love and much uh health during the week yeah absolutely all right everybody take care all right talk to y'all later love y'all